This Rhythm and News podcast is brought to you by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.seataxhops.com. The CD Panthers Junior Football and Cheer uh, celebrating their 25th anniversary this season, and they took the opportunity last Saturday to honor one of their founders. And with me to talk about his coaching and organizational legacy is Mr. Charles Jackson, affectionately known as Mr. Jackson, in the community of the CD Panthers. Good morning, Mr. Jackson. Morning. How you doing? Oh, pretty good. That's good. Mr. Jackson, you have a storied career as it relates to youth football in the area. Uh, certainly uh, one of the founders of the CD Panthers. You know, your influence and legacy even beyond the game of football will carry on for some time. You know, obviously there are ups and downs as it relates to football, but, you know, what is it about youth football that made you want to devote so much of your adult life to it? Well, as a young kid, uh, I had thrilled to play different sports, and I was good, you know, in baseball, football, and softball. So I came to Seattle in 1955, and my uh, older brother told me, he said, well, why don't you go down to Rainier and coach? So I went to Rainier, and I coached down at Rainier from uh, 59 until 1990. And from there, I went up to CAY, and I coached up to CAY from 1995. And 96, it was about 10 of us got together, and parents and coaches and stuff, and we started the uh, CD Panthers with the help from Gary Payton and uh, a lot of the people in the area. What was your vision for the CD Panthers when you guys founded the organization 25 years ago? Um, and is that vision different from what you envisioned the uh, organization uh, from today? Well, to tell you, it's a lot different than it was back then. Back then, most of the people got together. It was for, you know, it was for kids. My mother taught me, you know, said, okay, if uh, I used to be called a mama's boy, and she taught me if you can do something for somebody else, do it. So that's one reason why I wanted to form the football program, you know, because a lot of the kids back then were without mother or father, and it was out there. So I figured I could help by doing the football program. And it's worked out real good. Mm. Now, how important are social outlets um, like football and other sports today? Um, how important is it to the development uh, and to support our young people? Well, it's good, you know. 
keep a lot of them out of trouble. Because we have so much going on, you know, in in different states of the youngsters. If you can keep keep them occupied, you know, you know, some will do good and some, no matter what you do, it's going to be different. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Jackson, I know you, over the years, you've coached some, uh, a, a lot of players. Some of them uh, are people who, you know, everybody's heard of their name. Some of them, you know, maybe uh, have kind of flown under the radar. They weren't so publicly known. Uh, but can you talk about some of those players who've kind of come through uh, the programs that you've been a part of, the teams that you've coached, and, and just some of those good times that you've had uh, with some of those teams? Okay, uh, I coached uh, Ronnie and Ricky Sims. They were good players. Uh, David Lanier, Erwin Tanner, Charlie Brown. Uh, just a bunch of kids I coached. I half of them I can't remember. Mm. But they turned out to be real good. Uh, even like William Conroy, I coached him. He said, "You dub now, coaching kids basketball." Mm. That, that brings me to my next point. Let, let's talk a little bit about legacy because when we talk about sports, a lot of people get caught up in the number of championships that you win. And while championships are important, you know, people really talk about legacy when it comes to sports based on the roots that you've established and the coaching slash mentorship tree that you leave in place. That is ultimately the measure of your success. Uh, and you have qu- quite a coaching legacy from championships uh, to the coaching tree that you left behind. Um, you know, how happy are you as it relates to the coaching tree um, that you have established uh, related to your coaching career? I mean, the other people who have gone on to become uh, coaches and mentors, either in, in football or other sports or, you know, just have went on and done some great things and are giving back to the community. Can you talk about that, um, that legacy of yours? Well, good. At least I showed them something, you know, in life. Because our, our kids need it. It's a big help to kids, you know, like if an adult steps in and do something with them, you know. And that's the way I look at it. Mr. Jackson, at the end of the day, you know, this is about kids, and you have to do this type of work out of a love for kids because you you guys are all volunteering your time. Nobody's getting paid uh, for this work, especially at the youth football level. Um, and you're doing it some of, during some of the, the worst parts of the year weather-wise. You know, you, the, it's raining, it's cold, it could snow. It's, you know, all of those elements. You know, what is it that, that drove you to continue uh, doing this work for 60-plus years? Well, I'm from a big family. My mother had 13 kids. I'm number six. And we all stuck together. And as life went on, that just rule with me. If you do something, stick with it. Don't give up. And that's, mm. you know, I just like kids. Mm. And uh, Mr. Jackson, you, you 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 know you still have some involvement with the CD Panthers uh, today. Um, not as involved as you were a few years 
uh, back uh, when you were still coaching, but you still act as a, like I said, as an as advisor, as a mentor to the coaches. Um, you know, you talk to the kids and all that kind of stuff. You know, you know how, um, you know how much of a of a spark is that to you to go out there and still be involved with these kids? Um, you know, like I said, sixty plus years later, and still knowing that you're having a, a positive impact not only on the kids but on our community as a whole. Well, you know, it makes me feel good because. Like I said, I see a lot of people, a lot of the kids, and they call them and say, Hi, Coach Jackson. I've gotten old of some of them. I can't even remember their name. Mm. And, you know, it makes me feel like I, I did something. Yeah. And, uh, Mr. Jackson, as, you know, we're just talking about, the you know, football in general, but more importantly, uh, you know, as it relates to just our community here in Seattle, uh, the, the community here in the central area, uh, more importantly, the African-American community, you know, what is it that you want people to um, remember the most or, or know that is, that is more, most important for you that they know about uh, your legacy um, and impact here in the greater Seattle area? Well, I feel like, you know, that I left something for the generation now to uh, <clears throat> follow, you know. And if they follow that, you know, once they get older, they say, okay, I, Mr. Jackson taught me this, and it's working. You know, that's the way I feel. Yeah. And... Uh, speaking of, of of that, you, you still have family members who are, are following uh, the the path that you've laid down as it relates to uh, the City Panthers. Uh, I think you have some of your grandkids who are involved with running the organization. You know, can you yeah, talk I a have, little bit about? Go ahead. Okay, I have my I have my granddaughter Shalea. She's the head person. Then I got uh, Siobhan Robinson, uh, Terrell. Elmore, my grandson Terrell, he's participating in there. And, you know, they always do a good job. We, uh, what really hurts me was uh, when we first started out, a lot of people criticized the CD Panthers. But, like I said, we've been the best organization over all the years in this city. And it makes me feel good, you know. With the people I got running and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, how how about how is how important is that to you? How how proud does it make you feel knowing that you you have family members who are carrying on uh, this tradition and this legacy, and really um, you know having an outlet, even though things the you know the demographics in in the central area are shifting. We no longer um, have a black neighborhood, but we still have a community. But those numbers are getting smaller. But it seems like, um, you know, having organized sports like football and basketball are even more important today than they were, you know, 40, 50, 60 years ago just because of the climate that we live in. And so, you know, you know how important to you is that legacy of your family, mem- your family members, your grandkids, that family tree still 
uh, you know, having deep roots in the community and still giving back and still providing this uh, important outlet for our young young men and young women. Well, you know, it makes me feel good because I'm known all over the city. Written, Auburn, Kent, just every place I go, and a lot of people say, thank you, Mr. Jackson. The organization you started is good, so that makes me feel real good. At least I've done something. Right. And, Mr. Jackson, you know, people look at it from the outside looking in, and, you know, they say, oh, they're doing – They've got a football team over there, and they, you know people show up and bring their kids down there, and some people come through and support. But at the end of the day, you know it's it's pretty tough, you know, running a youth football franchise that for inner city kids. You know, you the, you've got to got to go out there and raise funds, uh, be able to have uh, equipment for the kids, and make sure that they're safe. You know, you got to be able to pay uh, for the fields that you guys uh, practice and play on. You know, it's a it's a it's a burden, and quite frankly, you know, there while there is some support for inner city football, there is not enough support and financial support, uh, particularly for inner city football, for you guys to have all the things that you guys need. But you guys have have overcome all that year after year after year, uh, and just kind of made things happen. Can you kind of talk about that a little bit so that our listening audience knows? has a, a sense for, you know, really some of the obstacles or some of the um, things that you guys face as it relates to just trying to make sure you're able to provide this opportunity for kids every year? Well, when I, we first got started, like I said, it was a group of, I think it was about 10 of us. It was myself, Charlotte Bannister, Bill Clark, Kevin Hunden, uh, a few other people. We got together and asked. They wrote letters. We got our tax numbers, and and they um, printed up bills. And I I would issue some out to different people, like in my neighborhood. People here would give money. Also, Gary Payton. Uh, I met him and talked with him, and he gave us money about it. You know, see new uniforms. Helmets, shoulder pads, scoreboard, and Booth Scott and I were pretty good pals. I met him while I coached his kids. He helped out. The city of Seattle helped out. And my wife and I, we have always did some we fixed dinners and all that and so stuff like that. And we just went from there. Mm. Yeah. Well, Mr. Jackson, I want to thank you for joining us on today's show. I know that I, we asked you to get up very early this morning to have this interview, so we appreciate um, you taking time out to kind of talk to our community a little bit, and more importantly, just us having to be able to have a conversation with you to celebrate you um, and your accomplishments and all that you've done. You know, the CD Panthers are celebrating their 25th anniversary this year. Um, you helped found them along with uh, 10 other people back in 1996 um, to really fill in a void that was about to take place in the central area that wouldn't have uh, had, is would not have had an opportunity to continue to play uh, youth football. And so you guys have filled that void, and the CD Panthers are still here today as a very strong organization, uh, both from a structural perspective and from a competitive uh, standpoint as well, that people can be proud of. So I just really want to 
thank you on behalf of the community for, for being there and stepping into that gap 25 years ago, but also still being a presence here over 20, uh, 25 years later uh, and continuing on into the future. Thank you. All right. You have a great weekend, sir. Uh, hope to see you on a, on a football field either this weekend or in the, in the coming weeks. All righty.